I wonder. I like if how this... Frank takes uh, gravest offense to any perceived insinuation that he does not have an office job. That's right, really? I, I would do this. I would do the same thing if I had an office job. <laughs> I mean, I would be like, "What? I'm working in an office, okay? I, I drove my car here, okay? I didn't take the bus." That's Guys, what I say to people. It, it was a pretty big day for me. I got my own printer in my cubicle at work. Oh heck so yeah! I don't have to walk down the hall to get my papers. This is episode 82 of the Insert Credit Podcast. I'm Alex Jaffe, and the worst video game in the room I'm sitting in right now is Kingdom Hearts Recoded. Oh, uh, I am Frank Cifaldi, and the worst video game in the room I'm sitting in right now, looking at myself, is Busy Scissors, the, the uh, only uh, haircutting simulator available for the Wii, sponsored by Redkin. More like Scissors. That's all I've got for that. My name is Tim Rogers, and the worst uh, video game in the room where I am sitting right now is uh, the one that Michael Kerwin is making right over there. Oh! I have no offense to it. Uh, It's just, it's not not fun yet. Actually, no, maybe it's better than uh, Nam Shellshock 1967 or whatever, which is also (laughs) in this room. Frank Cifaldi brought me a bunch of games from IDOS the other day. uh, We'll get into that. A lot of them no, I, I didn't go through them. I, I, I gave him the ones that were, there were obviously 300 copies of. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I took so, them too. Uh, I'm, I'm Brandon Sheffield, and it's it's actually kind of a hard choice for me uh, for what the worst game in the room with me right now is because I have right here in my hands, I've got Steel Battalion Heavy Armor, mm-hmm. and I also have Bomberman Act Zero. Oh, boy. It's a tough choice. Um, I guess people hate Bomberman Act Zero a lot more uh, because it was a it it uh, it murdered their childhood because your childhood is a living sentient thing that can be killed, and right. uh, and so maybe maybe I think according to popular opinion, Bomberman Act Zero is the one. I'm pretty excited to play this game. By the way, I bought it for a dollar ninety nine. Oh man! And, Would uh, that I could. I had it. Childhood, Brandon. Would that I could. <laughs> Brandon, I had a Bomberman Act Zero before in Japan. I bought it for 100 yen. Yeah. Uh, a new copy of it went. It uh, unfortunately failed to make the Xbox 360 popular in Japan. I bought a copy of it, and uh, it's actually pretty cool. Um, and I actually yeah. think the, the art style is, is pretty ballsy and interesting because the concept art for Bomberman in the first place was that it was a sci-fi story about these monster robots trapped in this underground thing yeah. trying no, to I fight think, their way out. I think the main tragedy of the game is not that it they tried to do this crazy, weird sci-fi future art style thing. It's that... They made it a one-player game unless you're online. Even oh, though, yeah. even though they have these, they have these giant maps 
here that yeah. you can play. You just aren't allowed to do that multiplayer oh unless, unless you're online, and that that's like the, the biggest mistake that that game makes, in my opinion. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of it's, it's weird that they kind of they made part of it a third-person shooter. It reminds me of that that like Silent Bomber or whatever game for that Atlas brought out the PlayStation yeah. One. Silent Bomber. Yeah. Silent Bomberman. Silent Isn't there Man. like a quest mode in, in Bomberman 64 or something? Oh yeah, they've all oh, got yeah. modes on the 64. Yeah. They're just like they just it, it, they're all they're pretty bad. Especially I mean, Quest 64. <laughs> I uh, like to go back to something Frank uh, touched upon earlier. Uh, Frank and Brandon, uh, you couldn't be with us last week uh, because of an emergency mission to save <laughs> video game history. Oh yeah. So we did. Uh, tell us how you fared and the nature of that mission. Uh, is that the first so can... podcast? Yeah, it indeed is. Oh hey. Okay, so six minutes. Okay. Um, so I got an email from someone at Square Enix who I'd met before uh, with some people at Crystal Dynamics CC'd to it uh, last week. Um, basically saying, hey, Crystal Dynamics is moving offices, um, and IDOS, which uh, used to be... Well, okay, Crystal Dynamics is moving, they're downsizing the offices, and uh, we have a bunch of stuff. Can you Do you want to come get it before we potentially toss it? Um, and what it was was the stockpile that was left at IDOS back when IDOS was downstairs from Crystal, Crystal Dynamics, which is a hard thing for me to say, apparently, Crystal Dynamics. Crystal um, Dynamics. Crystal Dynamics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was a bunch of old stock IDOS stuff, just thousands and thousands of games stacked up. Not quite to the ceiling, though I did stack them to the ceiling for fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, a lot of games, we uh, some some uh, promotional uh, statues. There were statues of Kane and Lynch and Lara and Gex, though they wanted to keep Gex, which I'm actually happy about. I'm glad they kept Gex. So uh, Brandon and I basically just filled with uh, with uh, my coworker Norm Badillo at Other Ocean. We filled a 14 foot U-Haul full of IDOS stuff. Most of it games. Uh, some of it statues. A lot of it wall art, and uh, I, I took some weird, interesting stuff, like some marketing files that they that they said weren't entirely confidential. Um, unfortunately, they might be shredding a lot of really cool stuff that they wouldn't let me take. So uh, hopefully, I, I I think I might have convinced them to save some of that stuff. So hopefully, they did. But that's why we were out last week. We're saving video game history. So all that yeah. stuff is at Other Ocean's office right now. We need to do an inventory. Then I'm going to start sending them out to museums and archives and libraries that don't have them. And we'll sort of whittle our way down until there's just uh, 300 copies of Shellshock NAM 67 left that we don't know what to do with. Mm -hmm. Sounds like you did some tomb raiding of your own. That's yes, right. I, I raided Eidos's tomb. I'm going to share a few anecdotes from yeah. the from the time uh, we found about a hundred copies of a game called Get on the Mic, <laughs> uh, and I for some reason in 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 the back of my mind I was like, this, Simon likes this game. Simon Carlos, my former boss, he likes this game. So I just took a picture of like fifty of them, and then said, Hi Simon, and then he's like, Hey. I was a designer on that game. Can I have a copy? 
Uh, Simon worked on that game. Also, we found an extremely rare version of that, which uh, doesn't say uh, mic required on the box, so that's yeah. pretty cool. It was at least rare in Eidos's tomb. Yes. We, I don't, we have not done our research in the wild, as it were, for Get On the Mic, but yeah. um, the Get On the Mic that, that that's uh, possibly Get Off the Mic seems to be rare. Mm-hmm. And other things that happened... I had to carry Lara Croft around a little bit. And oh, it, yeah. And it, made, it actually made me feel a little weird, and that was a surprise to me because she's very woman-shaped, and she's life-sized, and I was carrying her, and she's just, like, the only... Like, put your, putting your hand around her thigh and her midsection is really the only way to carry her. That picture's it, my phone background right now. It just, it just made me feel strange. Also, her arm fell off, so that was awkward. <laughs> well, that's uh, cool. <laughs> um, and then, what else happened? Um, we carefully positioned Kane oh, and yes. Lynch by the entryway to Other Ocean to scare people when they came in, because oh, it man. really just looks like two human men standing there being <laughs> horrifying at you. Because one, one of them is, like, garroting someone, and the other one is screaming with his arms out. So <laughs> I don't know who's Kane and who's Lynch, but one of them is doing oh, one thing. Actually, we figured out, Brandon, that one of, like, that Kane is actually supposed to be pulling Lynch's hair. Oh. Lynch yeah. in front of him, and he's pulling his hair. That's oh. how they have them positioned at IGN's uh, headquarters. So obviously they read the instruction manual that came with the figurines. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there, there were also big boxes of um, mannequin parts. So there's just like one that says skulls, wigs. <laughs> it's kind of horrifying. Oh, that's um, yeah, it's pretty great. So we can we can rebuild all of these people apparently. Uh, and what else? There was uh, I got all the copies of Rogue Trooper because I was like, I mean, we're gonna give some of them away, but I'm I'm gonna keep a bunch of them. Because I was like, why the heck not? I don't know. I I erroneously recalled that um, that Rocksteady Games made that, yeah, and yeah. they didn't. It was Rebellion. Uh, but even though uh, I suddenly realized it wasn't actually that worthwhile, like three people from Europe said, "Oh man, I need a copy of that." So Which is I funny because it's probably like two dollars on Steam right now. Yeah, yeah, but I guess people in Europe like it, so that's a thing. I usually confuse Rocksteady games with Bebop games. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Rocksteady, they made the Cowboy Bebop game, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they sure did. Uh, and they worked on that magazine, uh, Krang. <laughs> Krang is a magazine? Well, Krang is a magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you saved all of this evidence from the Shredder. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's what we did. Okay. Like a couple of real party dudes and who are cool but rude. Yeah. That's making it even and, worse now. And the quick anecdote is that the Perfect three of us, the three of us uh, each emerged as a hoarder for a specific game, which is weird. Like Brandon yeah, was like, weird. I want all the rogue troopers. And Norma Dio was like, I want all the get on to mics that I can have. And I was like, I want all the copies of Whiplash. I like Whiplash. So Yeah, yeah we all just got all the copies of something for no reason. Well, no one also, has anything yet until we go through them and send them. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Also, we Were got... Were there any copies of uh, Kane and Lynch's Dog Days there? 
No, there were no, no copies of Kane and Lynch anything except for the. Uh, oh, there were tons of shirts. I didn't say. Yeah, except I want those shirts can you, uh, that I gave you. I want those shirts. Can you bring me more like a shirt that uh, that fits? I will I bring you those. a shirt that fits. I promise. Just get me uh, a. Meaty, we we actually um, also we also managed to save a bunch of those big box PC games, some of which are actually kind of rare, and so it's good that those like unopened are going to museums now. Yeah, someone's getting a nice copy of a Ryan Burger. You guys really saved the day. Uh, yeah. Let's go on to our next bit, something I've wanted to get at for a while. Uh, it's practically a distant memory by now. You no, know, not, not this week. <laughs> not yet. Thank uh, you. <laughs> but, but soon. It lurks in waiting. Uh, we just did one for the re-recording of episode 19, so we're yeah. good for a while. That was, it. that was probably the best one yet. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, practically a distant memory by now, but we haven't discussed this year's GDC at all. Uh, can you go over the highlights? Oh, man. GD, the GDC. highlights were me giving three talks and flexing my muscles. <laughs> um, I demoed iDARB your... for five days straight. Yeah. That was I my played highlight. It. I played it, and I, I made... So in iDARB, which is short for It Draws a Red Box and is a game that Frank and his company are working on... Um, and, Hopefully they can change uh, the name before uh, it's too late. I mean, yeah, I can just hope too, because it's I just, Chris. I just keep just hearing about uh, iDarb on Twitter, and I really don't have any idea what it is. I think it's not... I don't think there's time to change... I mean, I don't think they can change the name at this point, though, because they've been uh, using it. So no, yeah. Nintendo changed the name of the Revolution to the Wii, and that was like a bad name change, and it did okay. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just going to um, say that the uh, the Fatal Frame games were announced as a, they were tentatively titled Project Zero, right? Project Zero. And in England, the games were eventually released as Project Zero. Do you want that wow. to happen? That's so dumb. It's like the stupidest thing. They had to actually release it as that because they were afraid that the audience couldn't figure out what the game was. That their their I, tiny audience of magazine readers just you know they needed all of them on board. There's another example of that, and it was also a European release, and I can't remember the original name, but it was the yeah. game that that we got here as Feel the Magic for the DS. I think it was called oh, Project Feel the Magic Rub. XXXY. Rub Rabbits. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was called Project no, Rub, Rub Rabbits. I think Rub Rabbits. Rub 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 Rug Rabbits. Rug Rug. Rub Rabbits was a sequel. <laughs> But uh, oh. Project Rub was the project name, and and that's yeah. was also the European name of the game was Project Rub, which is really a weird name for a game. Um, it's gross and broken, I'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But uh, and the thing about IDARB is that like all the design suggestions and and actually as of today, some of the music is just crowdsourced, so maybe we'll crowdsource the name. It'd be in the spirit of iDarb. But I will very quickly give the pitch for iDarb, which is that it is a a couch uh, competitive e-sporty platform Super Mario jetpack basketball sort of thing with uh, up to eight players. Uh, we don't like eight players too much because it's a bit too chaotic. Uh, but you just kind of run around on platforms and jump and try to toss the ball into the opposing goal. 
And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's got a character creator because all the characters are just 8 by 16 sprites, which just about anyone can draw. You can draw it in the, in the uh, game itself, or you can draw it on iadarb.com right now, which spits out a QR code, which you just pop right into the Connect, and bam, your you're, you're guy's right in the game there. And, nice. Uh, I'm going to stop before I go back to carny mode for that game. Yeah, uh, I, I actually did that. Um, I made... I made the Necrosoft Games mascot in in their little QR in their little character creator thing. Cool. And then I brought it I brought it on my phone over there and I I played the game at GDC and and then I won. Good so, job. Yeah. Brandon, so, what were your talks about? Um so one was about sexism in the game industry. It was based on a study that a student did after reading a an article that I wrote, so I was helping her out with like contacts and stuff, and uh, so we we showed the results of that, which I think are pretty good. Um, but I think doing it again, doing it another time, will help us zero in on results a little better. And then I did another talk about. Gunhouse and all the stupid things that I had to do while making it, all the all the dumb mistakes and how long the stupid thing took me to to make. And that was actually really well received. I got like ten emails afterward about that. I gave it a really bad title though, because I didn't I didn't think about how it was only gonna be the title in the program guide. So it didn't tell you anything about what it was about. So uh not and as many people came to see it as I would have liked. It was only it was only about sixty percent full. And uh, then the other one was an impromptu talk in front of members of the Polish government about <laughs> uh, about video games in <laughs> Poland. And uh, and yeah, I was talking to the Polish Ministry of Economics and stuff. And that's the one you flexed your muscles at. That was when I flexed my muscles. Yeah. Right. That's the only way you can get an audience with the Polish government. Yeah, otherwise they they like unless you can wrestle a bear to the ground, uh, you you they can't. In what you got to no, say. you just can't have a discussion with those with those folks. But other other stuff at GDC, I, I ran had, into Tim at the mix event. You weren't there, right? No, I wasn't even invited. In spite of having my game oh, there, right. the last mix event, they didn't invite me. I thought that was weird, actually. Um, I didn't yeah, go. Apparently, to any a of lot of people. Go for it. Apparently, a lot of people couldn't get into that mix thing this year. I don't know why. Like they, uh, they were selling tickets to developers, and then well, I think I'm not supposed to talk about that. But yeah, you had to like pay money to have your game shown there, and then uh, like you had to be pressed to get in, and uh, they were like selling it to the developers as a. Uh, Oh, you know, you're gonna get a good chance to talk to press here, and we've invited all these premium press people, and uh, it was all right. We had a pretty decent time with Video Ball, and that's the end of the did story. Did you did you show it? Yeah, yeah, we showed. We had a little booth for Video Ball there. We had a good old, big old TV and a bunch of people just coming up and playing it. And, and we drank a lot of IGN coffee in in illegal uh, cups. Yeah, I did a really good uh, Instagram video of myself drinking uh, an espresso mixed with Diet Coke, saying it was Guinness. Uh, and that was really funny. 
Uh, it was the most disgusting thing I ever drank in my life. But uh, I just guzzle it on camera. And I don't know what, like, like what happened with us where we both decided to be like nine-year-old boys and well, I, I just, and drink Diet Coke with espresso. I don't remember what the process was because I reached over decided. the counter. I reached over the counter and there were just Diet Cokes, warm Diet Cokes there. I'm like, well, I'm gonna pour this into my giant glass. And there was, was you, some guy. You Okay. Yeah, yeah. There was some guy who was like, "Oh, uh, uh, I, I think there's coffee cups in the in the cupboard. <laughs> Get a coffee cup if you want one." I'm like, "No, I'll be all right drinking it out of this glass." And he's like, "You, you, you, you actually, you, 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 you actually, you really shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that." Uh, yeah. And I'm like, "Well, why not?" And he's like, "Well, it's just, uh, um, you can't uh, drink, you, you can't drink coffee out of a glass." And it's like, "Well, uh, yeah, you can. I'm doing it, and I've been doing it for like an hour." Oh baby, and uh, it was funny. There's some people who think that if a glass is clear, it will break when coffee is in it, and uh, I, like literally, literally, there are people who think that. And it's like, I don't know. I make coffee out of a French press every day, and that's pretty clear. Anyway, my GDC was I uh, went to all the parties, had a really good time, and uh, showed video ball in a little demo room a block from the convention center. Just kind of sat there, kind of wishing I was dead most of the time. But I got interviewed. I was on a bunch of websites and all that. And I've uh, had a video ball party at my house on the Saturday after GDC, and had a video ball party at my house the Sunday after GDC and the Monday after GDC. I had about 30 people in my house every day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and it was pretty neat. And if you go to actionbutton.com/slash VideoBallParty.png with a capital P. You can see a picture of the video ball party that was uh, at my house. It's pretty cool. Dan Tabar took that. It's a uh, one of the coolest photographs I've ever seen, and we're considering using it as the quote-unquote video ball box art. Hmm. I don't know if you, Frank and Brandon. I don't know if you saw it. I think it's pretty cool. It, it's uh, a nice picture. I'm. Yeah. I'll send it in the chat here. Do Just it. Go and click on that. I recognize a, a few internet friends. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of cool net friends in there, and you um, can see me looking like a jerk with terrible hair. But uh, let's go on to our it. next topic, shall we? Okay. Yeah, let's okay. do it, man. All right. Which 3D single-player games feature the best hand-to-hand combat? Woo! God hand so far, yeah. Yeah, yeah obviously, but beyond that. <laughs> so God hand is a really good one. Uh. Uh, and uh, but it could be better, and I understand most people who start playing God Hand are like, oh, I don't like it. Why is the camera so weird? Why is the camera so strange? And uh, it's because the right analog stick is to dodge, which a lot of people don't get. But you only dodge in in uh, four directions, sort of mostly. And uh, I was saying to Shinji Mikami once, because he's like such a good friend of mine. I was like, uh, he's not really a friend of mine, but I, I've talked to him before. I was like, oh hey. Uh, you know, you could have just made the right analog stick the camera. He's like, but you understand. You, you've played so much God Hand. You know that the dodge is essential. And I was like, well, why didn't you just make it so you hold the left shoulder button, the L1 button, and then tweak the analog stick to dodge? And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I guess that would have worked. And uh, that's, that's how I convinced Shinji Mikami that I was sort of smart. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I don't know if God Hand is the best model for future aspiring 3D action games to base themselves on. It's so close, though. It's like so close. 
Uh, I like. I still like the combat in uh, Arkham Asylum. I guess slash Arkham City. Um, not because it's the best, but because it's the most Batman. I feel like they 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 figured out a combat system that makes sense for being Batman, which is just it's all timing and it's just point Batman at a guy and press a button and he'll do a cool Batman thing because he knows how to do that because he's Batman. So I still appreciate that as a as a combat mechanic. Batman rules. Yeah, there's also that. Yeah, Batman's pretty good. I heard he smells. Robin, Robin laid, laid an egg. egg. Yeah, 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 we know all that. We are we are very all aware of those stories, and we choose to uh, not think about them when we hang out with Batman. Fair enough. Yeah, we just accept him for what he is. Uh, yeah, I I once tried to ask him about the egg thing, and uh, well, yeah, Robin, I don't recommend yeah, doing that. Robin's just an idiot. Nobody nobody cares about him. No, yeah. I think the obvious answer is. Uh, the Box Adventure remake, which is in 3D. Right, oh, obviously. That's a joke. <laughs> it really, it really is a good game, though. I actually really like that game, but it's not really what we're talking about per se. We're saying hand to hand, as in. Uh, oh, did you say hand to hand? He did. Yeah. No, no I, I missed that part. Um, no weapons. weapons. No weapons. No weapons. Or if there are weapons, they're optional. There's that game by Ace Team. I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's definitely Ace interesting. Uh, I forget what it's called at the present time. Uh, hmm. It's first person. Oh, you said third person as well, didn't you? I, I said 3D. 3D. Oh, 3D, yeah, 3D. Okay, well, Xenoclash is what that game is called. Um, oh, Xenoclash. It's an interesting idea, but I don't know exactly how I feel about it. Um... I like oh no weapons whatsoever so that leaves out crossed swords which I really like it's not really 3D but it's a pseudo 3D crossed swords rules yeah it does it totally I mean rules. it's dumb but it rules yep I agree on both counts uh, I guess there aren't really I guess there there are some there are quite a few of those but there aren't a whole lot of them that are really good God Hand is probably the best one. God hand God is just straight, good. clear, and true. Yeah, mm. but is God hand for everybody? No. Are video games for everybody? That was a terrible comeback, but it's true. All right. What about ready Actually, to video games should be. Wait. Video games okay, so you didn't, you probably didn't mean fighting games. No, I specifically didn't mean fighting games. But those also are that sort of thing. I mean. Yeah. The, those are. That's exactly what those are. But, okay, we won't have fighting games in there either, then. Just tell us the game you're thinking about, Alex. The, yeah. the game I was thinking about was specifically not God Hand. What does oh. this well and isn't God Hand? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, that's part of the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Not Chronicles a of Riddick has some pretty good punching and some good 3D first-person punching and yeah, uh, like some okay. really good and then uh, uh, breakdown for uh, Xbox the original Xbox is pretty good. Cavius beat down Fists of Vengeance uh, despite being a universally loathed video game has some pretty decent fighting. Uh, uh, that that was actually the game I was thinking of. Uh, oh, beat down Fists of Vengeance. Thank you. Oh, are you are you serious? Because I actually like that game. Yeah, I, I do too. I actually, 
Oh, okay. Well, have you played Beatdown Fist of Vengeance, Brandon? No, I haven't. Hmm. You should be able to find it for like four bucks or so at a GameStop if you're ever looking. Maybe I'll it's, do that. It's a good weird. It's uh, by no means a perfect video game. It is, it is very much a caveat game where a lot of stuff kind of goes wrong and noodly in it, but it's still really good. Uh, fi- I think Final Fight Streetwise uh, for PS2 also uh, is n- a non-terrible uh, kind of combat. 3D comment. Have you played Final Fight Streetwise? Have Only you guys a bit. played that? You know, you know, Christian. If Christian Nutt made it made an interesting case for the bouncer recently. Yeah. Um. Ah, uh, yeah. I consider. I mean, yeah, the bouncer's cool, but I I don't consider it 3D. I mean, I know it is 3D graphics and all that, but it you it feels around. like it's just sort of yeah, it's sort of a Streets of Rage like mostly. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, can understand it. It's 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 neat. What about it still Rockstar counts. Warriors? Rockstar what? Rockstar's the Warriors? Yes. The Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, I that's that actually I was I was in there. I was gonna get to that and I was gonna say it's alright as well. So all right. it, it's okay. But uh I I think that Final Fight Streetwise, Beatdown Fist of Vengeance, and uh, God Hand are all interesting because Capcom published all of them and they're all from different developers and they all have char- main characters who look very similar. So that's kind of a neat thing. Uh, I thought Final Fight Streetwise was really interesting. Um, uh, Mark Echo's Getting Up, Contents Under Pressure, now available uh, on Steam, from uh, published by Devolver Digital, uh, but originally released on the PlayStation 2, has very, very excellent 3D brawler mechanics that I actually enjoy a lot. I think it's really good. But still, God Hand is it for me, because it's so arcane and weird and snappy and just really, really just tough and strange and has the customizable combos and all that. But all of those are... There's a lot of good games about punching dudes in 3D uh, that you know nobody really talks about most of them. But, yeah. We've yeah. established a pretty good baseline canon here, I think. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend any one of those I just mentioned. Yeah, sure. It's interesting yeah. that they're pretty, they're pretty much all from Japan. Yeah, I guess uh, so. With, with a, Final Fight Streetwise or Mark, Mark Echoes. I think Mark Echoes Getting Up is one of the better ones. Uh, and uh, it's like right up, almost up there with God Hand, but not really. I can't really say that. Because in America, if yeah, you're going to yeah, make yeah. a 3D action game, you're going to give him a gun. Yeah. Yeah. So the day we record this is the 20th anniversary of the release of Final Fantasy VI in Japan. Hmm. A game which boasts like four, a game which boasts 14 party members, all memorable in their own right. Uh, so this is a two-part question. That's First, can you name all 14 Final Fantasy VI party members? No. So, uh, yes. Uh, yes, I can. I automatically eliminated from that. Okay. So. Terra, Locke, Edgar, Mog, Umaro, Gogo, Realm, Strago, uh, uh, Shadow, uh, Sabin. Uh, oh, man. Did you get the uh, frog That's yet? ten of them, right? Yeah, that's ten. There's a, that's <laughs> that's Chrono Trigger, you jerk, you god darn jerk. The uh, robot, the robot's in there. Yeah, Wait, the I, robot. You know, you guys are throwing me off. The scientist. You got lady? darn distracting me. <laughs> there is no scientist lady. There's Stellis. Stellis is number I eleven. That's Chrono right. Trigger uh, Did I say Gogo? You said yeah. Gogo. Did I say Gogo? You said. Yes. I should be typing these out. 
God darn it, why did you guys distract me? I was totally going to get it. I was slowing down, but I was totally going to get it. God darn it. God darn it, you dumb jerks. You uh, dumb jerks. That's pretty good. Should I start over? Yeah, I'm going to start over. I'm going to do them in order of appearance in the game. Okay? Yes. There's, a, there's number one, you first see Terra, then uh, Locke and Mog, right? And then you eventually meet uh, Edgar. And then Sabin, and then or you can meet Shadow before then, uh, and then uh, there's Gao. Uh, wait, I've already basically got them. Gogo, Umaro, Celis. Uh, Did you get the, sh the uh, ninja? Shadow, yeah. Shadow, the most generic name. Celis. Uh, uh, Did I say Strago and Realm? You did not, but now you have. Strago and Realm. Uh, you. you You've got. You're up to twelve. I'm up to twelve. Oh man! I so I said Gal, Strago, Realm. I I could have done this off the top of my head. Uh, this yeah, is. Uh, yeah. Well. All well, right. I mean, no, no. I mean, I could have done this. I I I messed up by oh, saying right. I was going to do them in order of appearance, and then I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to skip ahead. Uh, Setzer is uh, that's thirteen. That's yeah, that's thirteen. Did I say Gogo? You said yes. Gogo. Oh, I thought I said Gogo the first time I went around, not the second time. Yeah, you got Gogo. Oh, Cyan would be the other one then. Yeah, there you go. That's 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 14. all. That's all fourteen. Yes. That's all 14. Uh, yeah. I could have done that right off the top of my head. I just, uh, man, I feel really stupid for not being able to just do it all off the top of my head. Uh, you I, did. You did great, Tim. Uh, Blaine, Blaine, put in a victory sound effect right here. Whenever, yeah, whenever I need to convince Timity, myself. Tim, 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 right? Uh, so here's part two of that question. Uh, all right. If Square asked you to integrate an optional fifteenth party member and quest line for the game's anniversary, how would you do it? I would Rogue say Cloud, no. from, Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, obviously. No, that's a joke. Ares from Final Fantasy VII. No, that's a joke. General Leo. Yeah. No, I'd want to play as Sid. I don't like how you leave Sid on that little island at the end of the game. I don't like that. Uh, I want, or not at the end of the game, at the middle of the game. You just leave him on a little island. Why can't he hang out when you get the airship? You can go back and visit him, and then he's just like, yeah, hey, guys. I'd put the frog in there. Frog from Chrono Trigger? Yeah, I'd put uh, Sonic the Hedgehog from Sonic the Hedgehog Chronicles. Chum, chum, chum. No, no the, the clear answer is you put Sora from Kingdom Hearts in there. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of making General Leo a party member, but maybe just because I'm a little sentimental about that. Yeah, I like uh, I like General Leo a lot. Mm -hmm. I actually hung out with him a bunch. When yeah. I was, uh, when I was a kid, me and General Leo just kind of sat around and smoked. Cigars, candy cigarettes. Candy cigarettes. Yeah, I like Final Fantasy IV. I like it a lot. I think a good sub character would be one of the other Mogs, like Kumama or Kupopo or whatever their names are. <laughs> Just get another one of those. It looks exactly like Mog. Right. Uh, Lone Wolf the Thief was a pretty cool character. Oh, yeah, I remember. Only in that game for like one scene. Yeah, you could totally miss that guy if. Uh... It, 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 under a whole bunch of circumstances, there's maybe I will. Yeah, okay. There's there's some weirdness going on in that game. I like the weirdness in it. Uh, uh, so, happy birthday, Final Fantasy VI. I hope people are still talking about you 20 years from now. I think uh, uh, they will only talk about it 20 years from now if Square Enix gives the people what they want and makes a uh, PlayStation 4 
version with 4K graphics and uh, Yoshitaka Amano 3D models. So I want to take a brief detour for a a short topic. Uh, A listener of the show, uh, Samantha, asked me to uh, give a shout-out to her fiancé, who goes by the name Ms. Tiriwal, who she... Are you sure she didn't misspell the word finance? That was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) She uh, says he's an awesome guy who loves Dark Souls too. So because they're such good fans of the show... How about we tell them some better games he can play instead of Dark Souls 2? Well, first yeah. of all, if your name is Samantha, you're supposed to marry someone named Darren uh, to complete the Bewitched. Uh, oh, yeah, no, you lose. Uh, maybe Ms. Wall's real name is Darren. Oh, that could maybe. oh, yeah, we don't know that. Well, oh, hey, that's actually interesting because we don't actually know the real name. Yeah, it could be true. Darren. Okay. okay. Darren, so what hi. What, what are we doing here? I was really distracted by it not oh. being... Uh, he's a big Dark Souls 2 fan. We're going to tell him some better games to play instead of Dark Souls 2. 868 Hack. 868 Hack is tough, tough and rough, yeah. That game's got just all kinds of just steel balls dangling off of it. Yeah, if you want to make cool decisions, that's a good game for it. Um, and you can I just guess... kind of chill out with it, yeah. Yeah. could play Nier if you want to have a weird time. Yeah. Uh, Whoa! And if you don't want to have a weird time, why are you listening to this show every week? Yeah, that's right. Uh, but the I feel like the particular itch that Dark Souls scratches for people is one that not I mean not a lot of games do that specifically, I guess. And a lot of the games that do, like Monster Hunter and Dragon's Dogma and stuff are games that I would not recommend to anybody. Yeah, they're too floppy. The, the combat's not sharp. Yeah, so I'd, I guess that I have to think about what floppy combat games I would recommend. I wouldn't recommend any of them. I'd just say play Castlevania, Rondo of Blood, play God Hand, and read books. <laughs> <laughs> and all three of those combined will create a better experience than anything Dark Souls 2 can offer. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that is true. Uh, I mean, Dark bo- Souls is all right. Uh, you know. Uh, and... Let's give Nisiru all three books to read instead of Dark Souls 2. Okay. Maybe Dick. No, I don't like that book that much. Oh, I know you what? like it a lot, but it's... Whatever. It's... Moby Dick it's... is, like, the best. It's really good. I don't know. I would say you should read that because it's the same sort of thing. Um, <laughs> I think you should story. read... Read some HP Lovecraft. More like Glovecraft. It is watch the uh, to that. watch the HBO series True Detective. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. like, if you yep. enjoy Lovecraft, watch True Detective. I was actually yes, thinking that I I would almost recommend pro- possibly because I read it recently. I would almost recommend uh, The King in Yellow. Uh, I read that when I was a kidster. Uh, it's yeah. pretty good. It's got some good stories. It's pretty cute. It's got nothing to do with True Detective, but uh, it's pretty cool. So, well, I mean, it it has uh, it, in a manner of speaking, it has some stuff. It to has do with some it. words to do with it. Yeah, there's uh, just any any anyway. of that we- weird fiction from the uh, the early mid twentieth uh, yes. century. Read Conan the Barbarian. Uh, read H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs to a certain extent. I would say Lovecraft and uh, and Howard are good. Places to read yeah. in Melville. Oh, read those guys. I would recommend. Uh, I mean, this we've said too many now, but I would recommend some H.G. Wells just for you. Oh, Wells is cool. Yeah. 
for your stiffy. for the tasty part. Yeah, for yeah. the because uh, 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 that Lovecraft can be sort of oppressive. I mean, it it's it's naturalistic, right. but also weird. Uh, yeah. there, there's a like lot of Dark Soulsness in the time machine. Mm-hmm. Tiny mm-hmm. bit, maybe. I really like that. What Dark Souls has is that satisfying is uh you know the level designs you kind of feel like you're just kind of pulling a sweater apart you know and every once mm-hmm. in a while you get kind of you get kind of stuck on something and then you just gotta pull harder or pull softer you know, so I like I like that it's kind of just excavating the levels one one piece at a time I'm not trying to slight the games at all but uh, I recently I recently went to the the free book place in uh, El Cerrito oh, California and yeah, I've been there. And I managed to pick up this uh, this giant Thirty Strange Stories by H. G. Wells. Oh yeah, is, that's a pretty hot one. It's it's four hundred pages of H. G. Wells short story weirdness. I and, like uh, those. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, do it. Uh, let's move on to our next topic, shall we? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what single-player game would you say the lowest percentage of its players completed? Oh man, Ziggurat. Because uh, <laughs> near zero, firmly at zero percent. I think a lot of people beat near. All the way. Nier, who a lot of people who played near, I'd say. Be, no, there's yeah, that I, fishing I, game that screws yeah, everybody up at their. I recall seeing about. a lot of people talk about getting their endings in, in near, but maybe not. But that maybe you have to beat it right. four times to truly complete it, and. Once More like 400 times. What happens, then they didn't want to do it and just l- listened to it instead. Uh, but yeah. maybe maybe that's not maybe it's not the best example. Um, I mean, it'd, it'd have to be if 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 it's really just a bird's eye view of every video game ever, then it'd have to be a really terrible one that's really hard to play. Yeah, right? or one that breaks before it ends. <clears throat> right. I mean, that would be like I know. Uh, impossible mission on the Atari 7800 is impossible to beat, which is pretty hilarious because yeah, like uh, there's hilarious. there's a, there's a thing that's missing in it. So that that would be your answer, actually. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> impossible <laughs> mission on the Atari 7800, appropriately named, because it's impossible. Yeah. yeah. All right. How about a non-zero percentage? Okay. Okay. Well, I think. Well, no. I mean, I don't know. I was gonna say that. I feel like a lot of people haven't beaten the original Super Mario Brothers, uh, as evidenced by. I mean, my anecdotal evidence is just, you know, when I got the Nintendo Wii in 2006 in Japan, a lot of my friends who were just, you know, cool people who played in bands or designed clothes for a living or whatever, they're like, "Hey, you got one of those Nintendo Wiis, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "I I hear you can play Super Mario Brothers on it." And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Can I come over and play Super Mario Brothers?" I'm like, "What? Uh, yeah, sure." And then they're like, man, I love this game. Used to play this game when I was a kid. We played this game all the time. We played this game every day. Me and my brothers, man, we played it. And then they just like, they don't even know that there's a run button. And they're just like running into the first Goomba like over and over again. So that's my anecdotal evidence uh, in argument of Super Mario Brothers being uh, the game that most it's, people. I think it's probably Donkey Kong Country because people just get so bored. Yeah. Stop. Stop playing it. DKZ. I mean, it's no. not a great game, but that is not statistically a lot of people. I'm sure beat that. No, I'm uh, sure they did. I'm sure. More they like Smoky Bong Bluntry. Smoky Bong Bluntry. Donkey Bong Bluntry. No, Smoky Bong Bluntry is the name of the YouTube bong. video. That's Smoky got. Bong a, it's got a uh, Snoop Dogg mix to Donkey Kong music. Snoop. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, I bet. I reckon a lot of people didn't finish some of them RPGs. Ripages. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna no, say I, I disagree. It's like, probably a big one. Well, I, but it's probably not yeah. a very low percentage, and like I, I think it's gonna be action games. Like, what's the percentage of people who owned Ghosts and Goblins that beat it? Like, that's gonna be way lower than any RPG. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true. Ghosts and Goblins is Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah. Super Ghouls and Ghosts is another one. I mean, that game, god darn, man. Like, I don't know how anybody could even play it with all that. You know, slow okay, that so. Had. How about the uh, the super graphics version of uh, Ghosts and Goblins or uh, Dai Makaimura? I wonder okay. if I wonder if that would make more people beat it because it's such an obscure specific thing, or yeah. less yeah. Pe- people. I, th- I sure. think I think I think it's going to be more because it's like you've invested money in this console that's really expensive and only has what like ten games on it, if that. Six. Six games. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you, you know, bought that console, you bought that game, and if you bought that game, you're going to spend time playing that game. I guess probably, especially like after the fact, people that I, I bet probably more people have tried to beat it today on that console than back then, just yeah. because nowadays you have to spend three hundred dollars to get a Super Graphics, and then another sixty dollars to get that game. So. But well, actually, just like back like, then. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like collector collectors probably don't beat games as much. So. No. no, I think back then, original owners, probably a pretty high percentage. Yeah, okay. Well, not, not a high percentage, but higher than Super Ghouls and Ghosts, for sure. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So what's the answer, Jaffe? What's the actual answer? I don't know. What's your, uh, what's your answer? Uh, impossible Mission. Let's say Impossible Mission. Oh, you know, wait, I have another... I don't know if this is really going to count, but... Um, the the 3D game in Sonic Jam, I've mm. never met anyone other than myself who even knew it could be completed. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's uh, a pretty cool thing. Yeah. yeah I, so, didn't, I, didn't, I played it quite a bit, and I didn't... Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, there's, 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 a, there's an end. A- after you do all these quests and fulfill certain things, then there's one big giant ring at the end that is hard to get to and you can find your way to it and then you jump up into it and then it fades to white and then credits roll. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's an end. What's the song that plays? Do you remember? I don't remember. I, I haven't done that since I was probably 18 or 18, 17, 18 years old. So, oh well. I'll here's do it fun, again. Here's a fun topic. Uh, if there was a restaurant that had to be staffed entirely by professionals in the video game industry, who would be best suited for each position? Okay, well, let's, positions? Let's, get our, let's get our positions. You have your chef, you got your sous chef, you got your uh, your sauce chef, you got your egg chef. Get, get yeah. your head out of the kitchen. <laughs> you got your B you chef, which is definitely me. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Uh, I was like, it's saucier, not sauce chef. Excuse me. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to remember that scene in Ratatouille where he's <laughs> listing all Ratatouille. 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 So, who's our host? Who's our host at the? At the uh, who's, who's the front of house? The, the maitre d, as it were. Reggie. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Oh, Reggie. Well, I thought Reggie. I was dead for a second. Reggie. No, he's the Wait, manager. I thought we were doing video he's game manager. Yeah. We're doing video game developers? No, no. Industry professionals. Yeah. Industry professionals. Oh, industry, industry professionals. Industry professionals. Oh, no. 
Yeah. Uh, Cliffy so, B would make a really good bus Reggie, boy. That was a good joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's a bus boy. No, wait, 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 uh, wait. Reggie's wait, no, the manager. Cliffy B would be the valet who uh, takes your cars because he owns Lamborghinis, so he's good at that. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. So okay, Clark yeah. Rain, start from the beginning. So that's the beginning. That's the first guy you see is the valet, right? You get in, and there's the host, yeah. right? The person who seats you. So who's our host? Yeah. Our host. Hmm. Iwata. What kind of qualities Hello. do we want? Hello. Yeah, I like Iwata as a host. Iwata's a host. Yeah. Welcome to my restaurant. North Korean TV broadcast thing with his hands and all those Nintendo <laughs> yeah. Direct videos. So, all right. Satoru really cool. Iwata. Ah, hello. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to my restaurant. And I interest you in Plasti Switch. <laughs> yeah, and then that's it. That's the whole thing. That's the whole restaurant. Yeah. And um, then, okay, so the waiter who then... You got a waiter. The waiter who drops off your menus and stuff. And uh, waiters are often a little rude, a little gruff. So yeah. uh, uh, they the don't really want to be there. So maybe uh, maybe John Carmack? We haven't really decided what kind of restaurant it is, though, have we? Oh, yeah. It's fine dining. Fine dining. Fine dining, fining. yeah. Because fine dining, your waiter is... Uh, Wait, no, you know what? I wanted to be someone polite. someone French who uh, so they're a bit snooty but you don't care cuz oh, it's David like Cage. Ah, it's French. David so, Cage. Uh, well, I was I mean, we could do David Cage, but I, I wanted like someone a little a little younger, so I David was thinking Cage Michelle Michelle Ansel. Oh. Yeah. I was thinking maybe Phil Fish. He's not French enough. No. And Phil Fish want... will spit in your food, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got yeah, you got to be yeah. okay to be to be a waiter at a fine dining restaurant. You be got to be kind of attractive and personable, right? Yeah. Right. You have to look yeah. really clean. Yeah, I think be, I um, think Michelle Ancel is a pretty good one. Although there there are some really handsome like Icelandic game developers out there. Uh, yeah. I don't remember any of their names, so there. All right. Uh, let's go into the kitchen then. Into the kitchen. Okay. Oh, the kitchen. So, the kitchen. Head, head chef. HHC, um, yeah. I mean, I'd want that to be Miyamoto, but we've already got Iwata and possibly Ooh. Reggie. So. Ooh. I don't know. Like, head, head chef is someone who's just telling a whole bunch of other chefs what to do, which yeah. is why, again, Miyamoto would be my top choice. But who else serves that sort of role? Uh, this is a weird... I don't, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but... Uh, I don't know if everybody knows her, but Laura Fryer, who know uh, she told a whole lot of people what to do on Xbox and then at WB, mm. and, uh, and she's she's been very much in like an executive producer type role for basically her entire career. Like she's she's the reason that there are uh, there were four megs of RAM in the Xbox instead of two, or maybe it was two instead of one. But anyway, she doubled the RAM like in the la- in the final days, and it it made the console way better. And doubled the RAM. She was telling so people what to do. She's like the Noah of video games. Why bring yeah, one right. RAM when you can bring two? Yeah, two RAMs. Yeah, but is she balancing a whole bunch of subordinates at the same time? Well, she mm-hmm. worked at Microsoft for a long time, so she would have to. Mike Microsoft? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, he can. I like that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Mike. All right, be, uh, so who's sous chef? Hmm. Okay, so under her, 
Someone named it's got to be Yu Suzuki because he's yeah, got okay, a Suzuki. Oh, okay, Yu Suzuki. Yeah, there we go. Yu Suzuki. Oh, that's terrible. That's the worst <laughs> thing. Who else is in the kitchen? Okay, and then the saucier is someone really saucy. Yeah. So that's... Uh, who's that going uh, to be? The Drake omelet Rice. chef should be... The omelet chef should be Hideo Kojima because of how many times they talk about eggs in Metal Gear Solid 4. I like that. I like just, that too. There's like they're making eggs on their spaceship like every five minutes. Um, who's who else is saucy? Saucy. Um, Tim Schafer. You mean S. Schafer? Yeah, Tim S. Schafer. Yeah. There could be a better example than him, possibly. I think he's more like a sommelier for some reason. I don't know why. I've never yeah, seen him drink yeah, wine. Yeah, who's our wine guy? Yeah. I would say Eric Megan, Megan Scavio. Oh, I like Eric Chahi as the wine guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good at that too. And okay, let's say uh, what? Let's get a dessert guy. A dessert guy. Uh, yeah, pastry chef. I want to say Mario. I want to say Mario from Yoshi's Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> he, should, he should be the only uh, the only video game character. Charles He's actually in the. Charles Martinet for the... Uh, I like calling him Martinet. Actually, uh, little known fact, uh, Flynn DeMarco, founder of GayGamer.com, which I don't even know if that exists anymore, it still uh, is, is the pastry chef at a restaurant in Emeryville. I keep oh, meaning to go yeah. there, too. Yeah. Let's go there sometime and have his pastries. Sure. All right, and finally, who's the manager of the whole thing? Reggie. Reggie. All right, no. we've got our restaurant. No, Reggie. Well, I'm not going if Reggie's the manager, because... <laughs> It's just so, gonna be all, all, yeah. Never mind. What would you call this restaurant staffed by video game professionals? Cool place. Citizen uh, Kane. <laughs> Citizen Kane, yeah. I like Citizen it. Citizen K N. It would be called because right. that's that's how these things go now. Uh, if uh, what is the worst uh, song or track in a video game that you've had to listen to for the most time? Oh, baby. Uh, that offspring song from Crazy Taxi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's true. That's that doesn't uh, 100% count as a video game song, but it counts. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, yes, yes, it's definitely in that game, and you have to listen to it. And then there's the Rob Zombie remix that was in the American version of Jet Set Radio, and that song is awful. Yeah. And uh, so I, the first thing that came to my mind, it's not a bad song. It's just such a short loop, and I and you hear it for so much that. Like as soon as you said that, it came into my mind. It was the bubble bobble theme. Oh, the bub bob, yeah. And and it's not it's not bad. It's just short. It's so short and it's so rep, uh, repetitive. And man, it's like it's looping right now in my brain. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yep, that's pretty bad. Uh, so I I have a, an example of a good piece of music from a game that sounds like the worst piece of music from a game, but you Go have to it. think about it. So last night, I was here on the internet, which is right here, which is where everyone here is right now. We're on the internet. Mm -hmm. And I was looking to, uh, I was telling a story to uh, Action Button Entertainment programmer Michael Kerwin about uh, Ape Escape 3, the Japanese version of which is called Saru Getchu 3. Saru Getchu, as in get you monkey. Yeah. Uh, Monkey, get you. Uh, I think everybody knows that. So Saru Getchu 3 has what is just the the most hideous title screen music in the world. It is it is just hugely disgustingly hideous and uh it's awesome. It's just it's a little girl singing the title 
Sadhu Get You over and over. Just the word Sadhu Get You. And I mean, I would I would sing it for you, but it would drive it would make everyone literally insane. And uh, I actually turned the game on one day and it just had that going. This is like the day I got it. And I was in my friend's house and we had it on her little 13-inch CRT TV. And she made some food and we were eating the food. And suddenly she becomes aware of the song in the background. And she's like, wait a minute. This song has been looped. It's like a 12-second loop. She's like, this has been playing for, what, like an hour now? And I'm like, yeah. And then she goes, I will tell you something. This song sounds exactly like the type of song which would annoy me. I will tell you something. This song sounds exactly like the type of song which I would hate. And then she said, I will tell you something. This song does not annoy me. I do not hate this song. And I think Brandon can guess which friend it is who uh, said that. This friend has met this friend of mine, yeah. and that's exactly what she said in English, because uh, she had lived in England. And uh, that's the, the my story about the Ape Escape Three theme music, which uh, you can't hear in the U.S. version because it uh, it was in Japanese and it was the Japanese title "Saru Saru 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 Getchu Saru 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 Getchu." It's just repeated over and over again. And it's this little girl's just like broken voice singing it, and it's it's amazing. So there you uh, go. I will tell you something. I will tell you something. This song is exactly the type of song which would annoy me. That's that's yeah. exactly what she said. That's word for word what she said. I believe it. She also Any told me more I, should, I should talk to Dodu about it. <laughs> that's a private joke for Brandon. Any last submissions to this one? Perfect. All right. Let's get on to something a little more topical. Is Facebook's buyout of Oculus Rift the end of the Kickstarter dream? Nah. What? No. No. But it is the end of days. It's the end of Oculus Rift as a non owned by Facebook thing. Yes, that's, that's true. There you go. That's about the, all yeah. it is, though. It's people uh, another people thing that getting is, their okay. balls in a twist about that. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. I'm, I'm just going to talk like a jerk, so it's cool. Oh, I, w- I was going to say the, uh, the thing that it does positively is it makes more room for Sony's version of their thing. Not, mm. not just... Not just because some people are are gonna go towards Sony because of it, but also because uh, it's going to increase investor confidence in VR as a concept in general. Because if Facebook was willing to spend two billion dollars on it, then uh, you know they uh, VR is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Virtual reality is real reality. It does it's mean that there's gonna be another startup. Doing another Oculus Rift, I'm sure. I was also really happy that this gave me the opportunity to use the phrase Oculus Grift because I had wanted to, but they seemed they seemed too earnest before. But now you can talk about the Oculus Grift. Nice. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've seen a lot of people talking out their uh, talking out their turd exits about this. Wow, I just 
Yeah, I, I invented that phrase earlier today, and I, I just accidentally used it. Just talking out there, Teradex, it's about this thing and uh, about it being a bad idea or whatever, and it's like, oh, no, Facebook owns them. It's like, well, maybe Facebook has interests outside the Internet and web browsers, and they just they want to own something that's not a computer program. And I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to be able to use the Oculus Rift to watch porn or watch TV or play video games or whatever. It just means that they own it and... Uh, they're not going to like twist it into being a social network interfacing device ex- exclusively or anything. Well, I don't know. Don't, don't you remember when... do that? Yeah, I mean, don't you remember when Pepsi bought Taco Bell and like all the tacos just tasted like Pepsi from then on? Yeah, they just replaced the taco filling with a crystallized Pepsi. Yeah, I mean that was terrible. So I can see yeah. why people would be upset. Yeah, so people, uh, people just be dumb, and they be talking out their buttholes. They are going to make it a social game platform, though. Oh, they will, yeah, but it's not. So. It, it's still going to be a high-definition uh, uh, head-mounted yeah. video display. It's true, but it's going to be owned by uh, data miners that people aren't particularly enamored of all the time. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, you know. It's... I mean, it's... It's just how it is. I'm just going to go ahead and say I think it's all just kind of dumb, just in general. Everybody's I wouldn't like have an Oculus Rift if I could if I could see it, you know? If I could actually, if my eyes weren't so weak. Well, it's I it's I don't I I don't know that I believe in the concept as an everyday in your house thing, but it you know it's sure it sure draws a crowd at events. You know, yeah. it's, it's a neat it's a neat destination experience, but I'm not convinced that. Mm-hmm. Putting this stuff on your head in your house is a future that's going to happen. I mean, all the way up through the iPhone 4, where people were like, like, whoa, is that an iPhone when you had an iPhone in your hand? So, I mean, yeah, Oculus Rift, is uh, it'll become second nature sooner or later once people are able to buy one. John Carmack says you need 8K on each eye to actually have an enjoyable experience with VR. I'm glad that he said that out loud. Uh, in an interview as the CTO of the company. So, I mean, stuff's going to happen eventually. People mm. really thought that they would they would donate their 20 bucks to their Kickstarter and then they would just have this cool thing that it wouldn't become a huge company. It's like, duh. It's it's time for that now. I mean, 20 years ago, we had Sega's VR headset failed thing, like, and the Virtual Boy and all that. I mean, it's just, it's going to happen. You're going to be putting a TV on your head. I got Mylar over my windows. I'm ready, you know? I'm ready for VR. I'm ready to put something on my head and lay down in bed and you know see what see what happens, you know, you know, yeah. Burn, burn, burn some incense and uh, strap TV to my head. Just pass well, you out. know, some people just want to watch the incense burn. Everything burns, Frank. Everything burns. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I gotta cut you off there. We're going on to the lightning round. Oh, the LR. Yeah, we're gonna try something new. This is called Game Raider. Ooh, uh, so, I like it. Um, many publications use a zero through ten rating system to rate. Oh, rating. Yes. Rating. I not Raider. Like, I thought it was Tomb Raider style no. Game Raider. No, that but was Tom Raider. Instead of me giving you a game and you assigning it a number score. I'm going to give you a number, and you have to tell me three games you would assign that number to. Okay. Uh, which kind of typify what you have in mind when this number comes up. We're going to go through all of them uh, in reverse order. Uh, mm. Let's begin. Name three games you would give a 10 out of 10. I don't Desert think I could do that. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. 
I'm gonna go uh, Tetris as a concept. Does it have to be a specific skew of Tetris? Ziggurat, no. 10x8, and Video Ball. Well, uh, that's, that's Game Boy Color version of Tetris? Tetris. I haven't played that one. No. You can give the... That's, that's no, the give Tetris the, Tetris the Grandmaster Challenge for Xbox 360 by Arika. We'll get a 10 out of 10. Sure. Okay, give me one more. That's a good one. Uh, wait, are we collectively doing three? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're collectively oh, okay. doing three. Um... Well, I, I would say Super Mario Brothers 3, and I would also say uh, Mother 3 or Mother 2. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm putting Mother 2 and 3 at 9. All right, let's move on to 9 out of 10. That's uh, Mother 2 and 3. Oh, wait, we did... oh, wait, did we not get 3 for 10? Uh, for th- uh, for 10, we got Super Mario Brothers 3, uh, Ziggurat, and Tetris. Ziggurat. Oh, right. Hey, when are you putting Ziggurat on there? I, did, I, was, I, I was joking about that. I mean, All I right. would put it. But it's not if it's not my choice. I would rather say video ball than zero. But I mean, okay. video ball. I don't think any of our games should be. I don't no. think any of our games are ten. No. Then again, what 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 uh, credibility do I have as a as a video game critic if I can't put my? I'm just kidding. I'm not really kidding. But I'm sorry, kidding. Okay, uh, so let's give me one more ten out of ten game. Crown Trigger. I'll pretend. No, Crown well, Trigger. Uh, I wouldn't well, put Crown I mean, Trigger on there. We, we, we two. knocked Mother 3 down. League of Legends? No, just kidding. Because we ran out. I mean, I, I, I would put Mother 3 up there, possibly. All yeah, right. Mother 3 Mother three is a good, hard, solid, sweet game, yeah. Mother 3, 10 out of 10. 3, 9 out of 10 games. 9 out of 10? Uh, yeah. I, uh, Mother I, like, 3, I'm going to start chiming in when we get to 7, or maybe okay. 8. <laughs> you don't like thinking about you don't like thinking about liking stuff. Is that what it is? No, I just I can't think of anything that I would give that high of a score. Uh, yeah, mo- mo- mother, mother two for nine. We got that already. All right, right? mother two. We need two more. Uh, uh, uh two Dracula more. Dracula X Rondo of Blood. Okay, Dracula, Dracula X Rondo Rondo of Blood. Yeah. You guys uh, like that better than Symphony of the Night? Uh yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. thoroughly established that. Uh, one last one. I, I, I hope that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Uh, are we, are, is that it? We need one more nine. Yeah, we yes. need one more nine. This is not a lightning round, damn it. Well, uh, um, one more nine. If you would treat this like it, it's Contra really three hard the alien wars. No wait, not Contra three the alien wars. Sorry. Yeah, this is actually really hard. You should have gone in ascending order. Street Fighter four arcade edition. All right. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, eight. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Out I don't 10. know. 8 out of 10. Uh, Gears, Gears of War 2. Okay, that's good. Halo uh, Combat Evolved. Bullet Witch. Okay, 7 out of 10. Near. Uh, near is a, yeah, it's a solid 7 that is also solid a great 7. seven. And uh, uh, God Hand. God Val- Hand is a good solid 7. And uh, Link's Awakening is a 7. Valus 3. I'd give Link's oh. Awakening a 9. I'd give Ballast 3 yeah. a 7. Ballast sounds 3. Like, sounds like 7's where insert credit wants to be. A that's 6. Cool. Well, that's my yeah. choice. <laughs> that's that's average on IGN. 6? Um, uh, 6. 6. Most RPGs? <laughs> yeah. Fantasy Final, Fantasy, Fantasy Final Fantasy 9? No, Fantasy Star 2's a 5. Okay, maybe I'll right. Resonance of Fate. Okay. Yeah, ROF. Roth. Yeah. Uh, Give me one more. Um, Shadows of the Danged. Um, okay. No, that's a three. That's a no. three. Okay, 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 okay. 
That's a um, fun that's, that's that game is four years of my life, and I call How it about, three. No, that one's lower too. Uh, oh, this is so hard. How about? Hmm. Blanking on. Probably gonna get harder from here. Speed it up, guys. It's... No, they're not. It's easier to name base bad games. How about Catherine? Okay, yeah, sure, Catherine. sure. Five out of ten. So five. What was the one I said? Five. Fantasy Star Two. Fantasy Star Two. Yeah. I um, I nominate Shadows of the Darned for five, but I'm not, you know, you not work attached. Yeah. I mean, we, how about we give it a four as a compromise? Okay, cool. Okay. We're so not up to four yet. We're on five. Well, I mean, uh, we're just going to say it before. Five. So we got Fantasy Star Os- 2. Osra's Wrath. Okay. Yeah, sure. How about, uh, uh, what's that one? Shadow of Rome? It's another sure. weird Capcom game. Okay. Yeah. Four. Four, Shadows of the Darned. All right. Yep. Um, uh, the new Devil, Devil May Cry. DMC Devil May Cry. Okay. A four. Wow. Um, it's actually okay. I, I'd give it like a it's six. Okay. Let's, okay. Well, we, let's we, we can take it off there. I don't care. Okay. Let's say four. Let's just, let's just do it, man. Uh, what's next? Uh, no, one more or four. Um, Air's yeah, no, I mean, Adventure on the Sega Saturn. Okay. Uh, three. Uh, three. Sonic, Sonic Chronicles. <laughs> Chronicles. Yeah, that's Bioshock that's Infinite. Right? Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood. Yeah. Uh, Bioshock Infinite. Whoa. Yeah, and Dead Space, I would say. Two. Dead Space. I mean, I, maybe somebody likes Dead Space. I, don't know. I think uh, de- I think three is a little too harsh for Dead Space. Uh, it's terrible. Okay, fine. But hey, Blue. whatever, whatever, Blue. whatever. Blue. whatever. Two. Two. Um. Two. Uh. <laughs> Tasmanian. Uh, Tasmania for Game Gear. No, it's better. It's, it's better than a two. It's better. okay. 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 Um, too interesting. Yeah, it's too interesting. Uh, but something like a Bad Street Brawler London, would be... London Cab. Saga episode two. Okay. With oh, London, London Cab is a two. Yeah, London Cab is definitely Cab. a two. London yeah. Cab. I, I would say Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Kingdom Hearts 2. Kodar? Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay, there we go. Oh, that was it. All right. One, six. one out of ten. One is like purely one. broken, right? So that's like... Cheetah Men 2. Uh, Steel Battalion for okay, Xbox 360. Connect, connect uh, Steel Battalion. Okay. The one yeah, that's, that's right here. Broken. I got it right in my hand, right here. One side. No, actually, I was going to say that, that Sega horror game, but it was it was too kind of interesting. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, would I would have liked to put Ill Bleed uh, in, in the Oh, I was about to say it. Illbleed when you were talking about. Oh, we we love it. sevens around here. Yeah, yeah. sevens are champ. Sevens, <laughs> the cool stuff. Uh, man, one more one, one more one. There's got to be. One I gotta have one of those one. here on my shelf. Just a completely hideous, useless game. Something that useless should game. never. Have... Wait, Frank. What did you say was that game that was the worst game in your room? Busy Scissors is not a one. All right. How about the, uh, the clone Busy of ridiculous fishing, ninja fishing? <laughs> what did you say? Oh, what did, did I like? Yeah. yeah. Ninja fishing, the clone of ridiculous fishing. Sure. Ninja yeah. Yeah. The clone of ninja fishing. Tied with ninja fishing. Tied with twenty forty eight. And finally, I need three zero out of ten. No, you don't. 
Yes, I do. <laughs> zero Three out zero out of tens. Man. Canceled games. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, I think the ridiculous fishing in 2048 should be zeros. No, 1024 yeah, should be a zero out of ten. Yes, 1024 yeah. and ninja fishing. So we need one more one. Yeah, we need uh, another one. We need another one. Which yeah, 2048 gets to be a two. So yeah. another one. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well. Hmm. Another one. Man, Not this is tough. Not that bad. I mean, this is pretty fun, though. Yeah. How about the yeah. guy game? Superman 64. Superman 64. Superman 64. Oh. In celebration of one? No, I mean, it's, it's more interesting than that. Though. Oh, you yeah. think so? Yeah. No, I, I mean, played Superman 64. It was a one. Me okay. and Porter played it for like an hour. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, it's it's more interesting than a zero, but uh, I don't well, know. It really. That's it too ways. easy yeah. though. It's too easy. It's like putting ET over there. Oh, it really is. Okay, we're not. No. There you go. ET's like a five. <laughs> yeah, ET's actually okay. But uh, there are games from that era. How about how about uh, Custer's Revenge? Yeah, that, yeah, sure, uh, sure. That's, that's a one. That's a that's a one. Okay. How about any that's of those porn games for the Atari? Yeah. yeah. That's well, Custer, Custer's is okay. the worst one. And that's our show. Yeah, oh, okay. So uh, I'd like to thank Blaine Brown, our editor, as always. Yeah, uh, Brain. Check us out, uh, facebook.com slash icpodcast. S- subscribe on iTunes. Uh, podcast.insertcredit.com is where you can find an archive of old episodes. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm Alex Jaffe. Tim's at 108. Frank's at Frank Cifaldi. Cifaldi is spelled C-I-F-A-L-D-I. I uh, And uh, Brandon's at Necrosofty. Softy yes. in a Y. Uh, let's see, what else is there? You can uh, send your own questions in to podcast.insertcredit.com. And if you're listening to this live and you can fare Google Plus's uh, comment system, we can answer your questions live right after the show in a segment that won't make it onto the recording. Uh, so it's been great getting back to the regular format. Mm-hmm. Yay, 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 yay. <laughs> Uh, we'll uh, we'll meet you again next week for episode eighty three. I'm Alex Jeffy. I'm Frank Cifaldi. I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. And now you're playing yeah. with podcasts. Podcast over, yeah. N Y P W P C. Yeah, podcast is yeah. one word. What? Bro. Yeah, no, it's podcast. <laughs>